Hey now, hey now, Tough Skin Soft Heart family. Seasons are changing. The sun is out longer. We are just a few weeks away from the end of season one. So you know we are gathering around our virtual table even closer. If you are new to the family, we want to say welcome. We are so glad that you are here. This is an inclusive safe space where we talk about the real things that we navigate, the tough stuff that we navigate behind our titles, our smiles, our degrees, and our roles. And if you have been at the family for a long time, I say scooch on up. Glad you are here. Welcome back for our Wednesdays together where we make it a practice to care for one another and to remind ourselves that we are more important than the work of our hands. So I am going to jump right on in, you all. This week's episode is near and dear to my heart because I have actually never talked about this publicly But I was recently reading an article on Twitter, and it talked about Megan the Stallion. And the title of the article was The Importance of Reading Your Contract. So right now, Megan the Stallion is in a standstill with her music label because she wants to amend pieces of her contract. She signed her first contract at the age of 20. And in the article, she talks about the fact that she didn't know everything that was enclosed. And so now that she is stronger, better, wiser, and more seasoned in the industry, she wants to amend some elements of her contract. And she is coming up against opposition from her music label. And I experienced a range of emotions as I read the article. And I realized that I'm so passionate about this conversation and this topic and wanted to bring it to the family because, you know, Harvard Business Review came out with a study 17 months ago that talked about all of this data as it connects to women of color. Did you know that women of color are starting businesses four times faster than that of any other women-owned businesses? The women of color generate $1 trillion as consumers and $361 billion in revenue as entrepreneurs. And yet we continue to be swindled out of our inheritance and the legacy of our creativity because we haven't been taught how to protect our intellectual property. And this phenomenon just doesn't happen in the music industry. If you've ever seen Cadillac Records, Um, If you've ever looked at some of the trajectory of many, especially black entertainers in this country, um, even if you think about the inventor of Super Soaker and him not even getting his royalties connected to that as a black man until his 60s, we have to talk about the connection between ambition and protecting our intellectual property. I think part of why this matters to me so much is because I was in a similar situation that I chose to walk away from. And I wanted to use this platform as a safe space to talk about my own experience. Because I think what Megan is going through is so similar with anyone that has ambition and talent and creativity, and you are waiting for that big break to make it. So a year ago, I went to my first national stationary show. And on the last day of that show, I was approached by a global firm. If I were to say the name of this firm, all of you would know it because you have products that they make in your home and in your office. So I was approached by a global firm who had the bandwidth to take my startup greeting card company into global distribution. And I remember when they came to talk to me at my booth at that time, Darrell, my husband had had um, surgery connected to his heart. So one of my best friends went with me and I was trying to keep it all together. Y'all know our all together. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. 
I'm trying to keep it all together. But when they walked away, I did every dance move I know. Because I was like, this is my big break. You know, I won't be making greeting cards in my basement. We about to blow up. I remember going out into the hallway because I couldn't even wait until I got back to my hotel room to tell my husband who stopped by. And it was their whole continent team. So they do stuff in North America, South America. I mean, this firm is global. And they were taking pictures and they were just like, we love everything you do. We can see it on everything that we make. And I just remember being so elated and excited that out of all of these tens of thousands of makers in this space, that they saw something in what I do. And I think one of the other pieces is the fact that the greeting card industry, there is not a lot of makers that look like me. And so all of those nuances were playing into all of this excitement that I was feeling. And so I remember coming back to Michigan and they started to email me and they started to share mock-ups with me. And, um, and they kept saying that we have to act fast. We, this deal is limited. We need to get into the markets by this time frame. And they sent over a contract for me to sign. And it started with the non-disclosure agreement, and then we would progress from there. And I remember there became this point where I just said, you know what? I need to press pause. And I reached out to one of my friends that's an attorney locally, and I said, sis, this could be a David and Goliath experience. This could be my big break. This could help me move from the mom and pop shop level to something global and worldwide. But I keep feeling this need to pump the brakes. And I want to know if you know an attorney that specializes in copyright law and intellectual property work that I could talk to about this opportunity. And so it took some time, but she said, you know what, I found this particular person and then you know, they have a branch where they can meet with you. And so I ended up going to their office and I will tell you all, their rate was not cheap. (laughs) Their hourly rate was not cheap. And I remember saying, whew, I'm gonna have to make it big with this deal because I need to pay these attorney fees. But I'll never forget when I went into this first meeting with this, it was two attorneys at that time. And I said to them, even though they could see it, were two white men. I said, I am a black woman and I am a descendant of creators and thinkers and dreamers that were forcibly extracted from their home, planted here and forced into traumatic genocide, labor, and they were continually extracted from to build the wealth of this country. I have this opportunity in front of me And all I can think of is that I will not dishonor the legacy of my ancestors by saying yes to another thing that builds more wealth for the wealthy on my back and on the legacy and the backs of my family. That is literally how I opened the meeting. And they, (laughs) I think I shocked them. They didn't know what to say, but they felt me. And they felt, even if they couldn't relate, they understood that I said, I am willing to walk away. I told them, I said, I am willing to walk away and to continue to make greeting cards in my basement, to continue to do fulfillment with me and my son, 
to continue to go at the same pace. I am willing to build slow and stay ready as a black female founder versus saying yes into perpetuity to a contract that doesn't serve me or my interests well. And so I'm here because I need to hire you to help me protect my intellectual property so that I do not repeat history in a way that is tragic to me, my family, or my dreams. When I tell you that I love my law firm and that we have had the best experience, they went to work. And I'll never forget that they sent back this contract that this global firm sent me, and it was covered in highlights. And not only did they highlight verbiage that they you know, were opposed to, but they told me why. And they literally walked me through step by step. Shannon, this is what this means. And this is how they could use this for their benefit. Shannon, this is what this means. Do you realize that anything that you say, any creative property that you say they could use, but you couldn't? Shannon, this is what this means. And they literally walked me through what to do. We came up with a counter contract and submitted that back to this global firm. And they weren't ready for that. It took us months of going back and forth. When I say months, y'all, months, into a year almost. And the firm at the end of the day decided to go in a different direction. I remember the day that one of the firm representatives contacted me and said that they had decided to go in a different direction and, you know, they cited things like, oh, we missed the window because we you know, use overseas production entities and we would need to get into stores by this time because they saw me doing some work at a particular season to unveil and to launch the partnership. And, you know, I will be honest, I had a range of emotions, but the number one emotion I actually felt was proud and pride. Pride because I recognized that in the course of me waiting, I went from a place of ambition and ambitious restlessness to focus and honoring the fact that I was the gift. You know, when they had approached me at the National Stationery Show, I had treated it like they were the gift. But in reality, I was the gift because I represent the future of where this industry is going. And I knew that making a decision to honor my worth and what I brought to them, it may look like I was losing out up front, But protecting my intellectual property would be the bigger win for my family and the legacy of this work. So any of you that have seen the statement that I've put on my Instagram, one of the statements I love to say is building slow and staying ready. That statement came out of this experience because even though they walked away, do y'all know I sometimes you got to get bold when you believe and invest in yourself. I pretty much sent them an email that basically said, y'all will be back. (laughs) You walking away today, but you'll be back. And when you come back, the price just went up. Come on, somebody, right? The price just went up because I'm going to hold out for what I deserve. I'm going to hold out and I'm going to take my time and understand everything that I'm reading before I assign my name or fix my name to anything. Because I know that their vested interest is in making their existing stakeholders wealthy, even to my own hurt or my own expense. And so I just, to Megan the Stallion, you know, I um, I thank you for your transparency and your honesty because you are very talented. And I, my prayer is that 
you will find such clarity as you hold out for what you deserve. But I think to founders and thinkers and creatives, especially women and women of color, I want this to end. Protect your intellectual property. Pay for what you need. Pay for the services that you need. Pay for the attorney. You know, my girlfriend that I know, we went to church together. I've known her for a long time. I'm thankful that she didn't just try to take the work. She said, Shannon, that's not my specialty. You're going to need an attorney that specializes in copyright law as it relates to intellectual property work. And I vetted the attorney. I wanted receipts. Show me social proof that you have done not just this type of work. Show me social proof where you have had a David and Goliath project that you've worked on, where there was a mom and pop shop style business that you walked through the various stages of negotiation as they were working with a major global firm. And I'm so grateful. And I still, to this day, I still keep them on retainer because I know that even though that particular opportunity did not come through, I believe there is going to be a day when we as a tough skin, soft heart family will all tootsie roll around this virtual table because an opportunity is going to come for me to take this greeting line from obscurity into notoriety. But guess what? I'm willing to build slow and stay ready in the process. And I pray that you would Protect your dreams, protect your IP, protect your intellectual property, and be committed to building slow. Check it. We're going to build in our basements, our backyards, in our kitchens. We're going to continue to do it well and with excellence at the level that we're at. So when the big break comes, it'll be right. We will not be starstruck by the opportunity. We will be savvy and shrewd business owners. I'm thinking about y'all. I love that this is our safe place to talk and unpack to heal as we heal. Until next time.